Welcome to the Monkey House. It's me here in the year 2024. And I'm about to be in Sydney and Brisbane. Sydney from the 8th to the 12th of May. Brisbane from the 16th to the 19th of May doing my show, Drier Drier, at the respective comedy festivals in those cities. But I'm also, uh, while I'm up there, I figured I had a couple of days to kill. So I'm doing a Who Knew It With Matt Stewart on Monday the 13th of May at the Chippendale Hotel and in Brisbane at Good Chat Comedy on the 14th of May. And you can get tickets for all of that. Now, go to mattstewartcomedy.com for the links. mattstewartcomedy.com. Now, on with the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Primates, the podcast that explores primates in popular culture from chimpanzee all the way down to chimpanzee. I'm your host, Matt Stewart, and with me, as always, is my second banana, my trusty sidekick from the gaming show about gaming games. It's Mr. Evan Munro-Smith. Hello. How do you do? Uh, I do good, thanks. Thank you so much for joining me on this very special bonus episode about the Umbrella Academy Season 1. You're welcome. We thought just before we get into the finale, let's slow it down for a second and do some answer some questions. And this was scheduled. It is not because Evan forgot to watch <laughs> the episode and didn't realize we were going to be recording the podcast now. That is a weird <laughs> accusation that you're making as a listener. Okay, Can't so you would think get that. that thought out of your mind. It's ridiculous. <laughs> He's a professional. He would not do that. What have you been up to, Evan? You're uh, you know, just busy, probably doing more important things than remembering. Uh, I suppose so. Friendship. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, meetings, just work. Um, it's been what, it, lockdown's weird. Some days there's just nothing going on and some days are just crazy. I guess that's normal time as well. Um, but I, um, I'll get into this sort of complacency sometimes. I was like, eh, it's lockdown. Everyone's, you know, it's like, oh, working from home, take it easy. But today was one of those days that got away from me. But it was just, uh, what's going on? I think I'm getting to that point as well. Yeah, I, I think I'd been slightly relaxed, and now all of a sudden I've got, I've got a lot of work to do. Well, a lot yeah. of podcast stuff to do. Got uh, the other podcast, or one of the other podcasts I do do go on. I've got to write a report. Over the next couple of days, I'm like, oh, oh shit. Yeah. And it, it gets the feeling. So, on that show, you know, you're writing a 20 page report about something. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's getting that feeling of reminding me of a uni assignment that's due oh, yeah. in a couple of days. And it's just sort of, I'll, I, it's probably more enjoyable than a lot of those assignments were, but it <laughs> still just gives me the same feeling in the stomach like, oh, fuck. I hope I hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's fun. And yeah, I'm recording a listen now after this one about The Clash, their classic album, ah, Combat Rock. So yes. 
big pod week for me this week. This is our second yeah. Primates episode. Yeah. So just loving that pod life. So much content. So much content. Real content creators, aren't we? <laughs> uh, but we do have a little bit of a backlog of questions from the form that you can click on in the show notes. If you have a question about the show, The Umbrella Academy, or about primates or life in general, Evan's very good at life advice if you are looking for an agony <laughs> uncle. Um, the first one, and I haven't read any of these beforehand, Evan. That's sort of standard practice for yep. me. I hope you're not Half thinking of I've vetted any of these. Uh, <laughs> no. The first one comes from Ashley Dickinson in Bradford, West Yorkshire. And Ashley writes... I miss this podcast. You guys are great. Still fuck off monkeys, though. Go team human. Okay. <laughs> on, on your side there. Yeah. A real Andy fan by the sounds of it. Monkeys can fuck off. Did you, do you <laughs> really believe that, Evan? Because that that's a full on. You've never put it's, it in that sort of... No, I... Look, I'm, I'm just piling on um, with... Who was it? Steph? Ashley. So, Ashley. That's bad. Ashley um, Dickinson. Oh, yes. Ashley. I'm piling on with Ashley. Um, uh, and I, I just get a bit emotional. Um, okay. You know, it's the it's the group think thing. Yeah. On my own, I wouldn't say something like that. But no. Put me in a, a group of human lovers. Yeah. And it all comes out. Mob mentality. Yeah. Yeah. That's the worst when a hum- human loving mob gets together. It's, it's interesting. People are saying... Oh, I missed this podcast. Where what? What are we like? Ten weeks in now? You've heard, it's... well, some of these messages are probably from a while back. Oh, okay. That's uh, all right. This one's dated at about three. I said I've got a backlog. This is a few weeks old. Okay, all so, right. And we're doing a couple of week most weeks, so uh, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, they might be long time okay. listeners, first time writers as well. No, but they missed a the lot of judgment from Evan. <laughs> you you were piling on with Ashley, and now all of a sudden you're piling on Ashley. Yeah. You're very twitchy sorry, like Ashley. that. That's why you love Twitch. <laughs> very twitchy yeah. guy. Mm. I, for one, appreciate you, Ashley, even though I think your opinion on monkeys is wrong. <laughs> Although the Umbrella Academy, you'd enjoy, Ashley, because it's a monkey-free zone. All apes. Yeah, maybe she's just more of an ape fan. Yeah, it could be an ape fan. Uh, I mean, humans are apes, so that makes sense. Yeah, okay. We're great apes, not to... <laughs> brag but we are that's science man mm. thank you for that message ashley victoria from the uk could it be queen victoria do you think Ooh. the queen victoria the woman she... our state of victoria is named after oh yeah imagine um is uh no she's dead right oh yeah 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 that probably rules her out <laughs> unless this is a klaus type scenario where he's oh. typed it in for her uh, but he's also yeah. fictional in a lot of ways, so maybe that rules. I reckon you'd write Queen if it was the Queen. I think you'd use the title. Oh yeah, um, she think you think she's sort of into formalities like that. I just think you, I just think you would. Yeah, in brackets. Yeah, that Queen Victoria. <laughs> close bracket. Uh, anyway, Victoria from the UK writes: Given what you and Evan have seen of the characters so far, do you have a current favourite? Really enjoying the recaps, Matt, and thank you for all the work you are putting into this and listen now. Hey, Victoria, my pleasure. <laughs> uh, um, 
Yeah, we, I think we, that we, question version of that question comes up a bit, and I still I have no yeah. idea who I've said in the past. It's a I I think I like them all in different ways. Mm. Um, Klaus is a lot of fun. Have I said yeah. him before? I think he's probably I think, I think we said, right up there. I like the I Klaus, Klaus and Klaus Ben time, duo. Yeah, yeah. I like the Ben's ben the straight a... man. Yeah, and well, yeah, quite literally, I think, but also. Uh, as in comedy wise, Klaus is the funny man. What's the so? There's the straight man and the what's the other one called in it? I yeah, I guess the 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 funny yeah. man, the comedian, the I don't know, the one that isn't the straight man. Ah, oh, good question. The I'm straight sure. man and the one who isn't the straight man. Sure, yeah, that's why they shorten it. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, what about you? <laughs> Who's your favorite? Have you settled on um, one? I th- yeah, I like. I like Klaus. Um, he probably is my favourite. Luther is a bit boring, I think. Um, Diego, he like he seems like a good guy deep down, yeah. you know. Like he's he he he's a bit of a hothead though. But I like him. I think I yeah. I think he's 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 a good yeah, guy. Yeah, I like him. Five just seems a bit too cocky. Right. For me. Well, five is you know decades older than the rest. He has the best ability, probably, but he's he's um he's just a bit of a jerk, I guess. His eyes are on the prize. He's um, definitely results focused. Yes, yeah, for sure. Um, a, he's very rude in Allison, the, the next episode. He says something very rude, which we would talk about now if you oh. had have watched the season finale, <laughs> as I did in the bath today. I'll, I'll, um, he says he I'll says to a kid, that, "I'd rather um, eat my left foot." <laughs> Than play with you or something really? like that. I'd rather gnaw off my what? own left foot than play with you. Oh, but yeah, I mean that's, um... that's a bit of a spoiler. Sorry, Evan, but you deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> and Luther, you, um... we do say Luther is a bit dull, but I think it. You know, you, when you have seven characters, you're gonna have one that's like that. He's sort of the rock, and he's he's complex so. in his dull dullness, dull dullinity. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's you know he's a he's an interesting enough character, I guess. Like he's a he's a flawed guy. He's he's become more interesting as the series has gone along. But you know, with his in terms of his abilities and his sort of just what he's been up to and his his role in the show is just not yeah lost his not, not all that interesting. That's true, and he was on the moon. Yeah. So these are interesting. And he's things. an ape man. Yeah. It's probably but the it's not second most me. ape man in this show. Uh, with Pogo being the yeah, first. Yeah, I think Pogo is the most ape man because he he's all ape but man-like. Whereas... Yeah, right. You got Luther but- who's more like man who is ape-like. Okay. Right, maybe they're equally ape man-ish. Maybe that, yeah, I think... They've just come yeah, at it from different angles. I argue for both. Yeah. It's like there's been a vague sort of, the brief was vague, but they both meet the brief. They just came to it in their own ways. Yeah. yeah. Did we get a backstory on Pogo? I can't remember. I don't recall a backstory. I think he's just the closest confidant of Hag Greaves. I, he did say his own name in the last episode uh, yep. in a flashback. And it did, and it I, I replayed it a couple of times. First time I'm like, he said Hargraves. And then by the third time, I'm like, no, maybe he did say Hargreaves. It's real close. 
Okay. Close enough to, I guess, accept either way. Do you recall the blue and black versus gold and something other combo dress? The dress, yeah. yeah. It's very similar to that scenario, I think. Okay. Um, So, I mean, like, do we know why Pogo can talk or has intelligence? Has that been mentioned at all in the show so far? Or is that yet to be? Because that would be a big question. Yeah, well, I kind of assume, just assumed it, he was a, you know, an experiment of the eccentric Reggie Hargreaves. So, Reggie. Hargreaves. Yeah. I suppose so. Um, Vanya is, you know, she's all right. Yeah, she's very key to the storyline. Yeah. Allison, I think, um, is really good. Yeah, I do like Allison. She's got some similarities to Luther, sort of a a, a little bit dull, but yeah. But she seems a bit more complex than Luther somehow as well. They're a good match. Hmm. Yes, they are a good match. She seems like she could she could slot into the leader role. Yeah, that's probably right. better than the others. Um, I guess Five could do that too. He's he's very gung ho. He's just more of a hothead um, leader. She seems like she's more of a level headed leader. Luther, yeah. yeah, and in the last episode, you see this a little bit. Jeez, I wish you'd seen it. Um, <laughs> Luther feels like, yeah, maybe, yeah, he. I don't know if he necessarily isn't the has the ideas that a leader might need to have the vision. Mm. Um, um, I think Klaus is my yeah, favorite. I think though. I think we've sort of confirmed it. Klaus, and but, he does come with a bonus because about... he's always there with Ben. Yeah. Okay. He's a two for one. Um, the. Uh, but if you're talking about like favorite character, I reckon Hazel would be up there for me, oh, or um, or Agnes. Hazel and Agnes, another they're, great duo, so good. Yeah, they're the best. Yeah, big um, fan of that combo. Uh, and their storyline, I love it. I love it a lot. And we'll yeah. talk more about how that concludes next week. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to it. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much, Victoria. Victoria did not say who her favourite was. I uh, would be oh. interested to find out. Um, yeah, if you have questions like that, I'd love chuck chuck in your answer to it as well if you want to. No pressure. Does that mean there is no pressure? Victoria. No, if you're going to ask a question, also give the answer. What's yeah? What's the point otherwise? <laughs> well, maybe Victoria's a better listener than you. Some people, like you apparently, only ask questions so that they can answer that same question. Well, how do we know if we're going to get it right? Oh, good. Well, let me tell you about mine. That's classic Evan (laughs) (laughs) Maneuver. The next message comes from Robert Farley, who's from Cashalton before the apocalypse. Interesting. What? Cashalton? Cashalton. Where is that? Cashalton. I'm not sure. (laughs) But I don't know all the cities in the world, Evan, so. Okay. Do you know? Well, you obviously don't know all the cities in the world. No. Otherwise, I guess you would know where Kilshalton is. I know some. Do you have um? Do you have the ability to Google right now? Oh yeah, don't you? Yeah, I do. But how's it how's it spelled? Uh, C A R S H A L T O N. Uh, okay. This is um. Oh, okay. It's in London. Okay. Kilshalton. Honestly, so nice. Robert, if you just said London, that would have made it a lot easier for all of us. <laughs> well, South London, the borough of Sutton. Uh, South, South London. London. So. Am I, am I that... saying that right? 
Is I'm from, the, uh, oh, is that North London? I forget which one's which. Yes, Isn't I that fun know. that one city has different accents? Uh, We've well, got a country that basically has one accent, and they've got a city with multiple accents. Yeah, it definitely varies more than the Australian accent does. The Australian accent does change a little bit, but um, but yeah, around the UK, it's all over the shop. Uh, it's in postcode district SM5 um, in uh, the borough of Sutton. This helps at all. Um, Kershalton, well, let's see. population 29,917, coming up to 30,000. I reckon they'll, they'll get there. Oh, good on you. All the, all the best. We wish you all the best on um, reaching that target. Uh, Robert's question <laughs> is, what's your favourite song to do a synchronised dance to and who are you dancing with? <laughs> So uh, that's tricky. Yeah, um, I mean, Tiffany set the bar with "Are You Alone Now?" I think we're. I think I'm I alone. I think I'm now. alone now. Yeah, can't be sure. Um, I heard rustling. <laughs> 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 so yeah, what is that song about? I, I think we're alone now. It doesn't seem to be uh, anyone around, but I did hear some rustling. But it's also, I think, is it? I think we're alone now, or I'm alone now? Because that's quite I different. Think we're alone. No, it's where. I think we're I think alone that- now. I guess it's uh, all right. Tiffany. Yeah, I mean it's someone who's being followed. Maybe it, it's is it being sung from the perspective of a like a like a spy or something. Maybe it's a James Bond kind of song. I think we're alone now. Um, children behave. That's what they say when we're together. And watch how you play. They don't understand. And so we're running just as fast as we can, holding on to one another's hands. Not good grammar. Uh, trying to get away into the night and then you put your arms around me and we tumble to the ground and then you say, I think we're alone now. Alone now. I think that's it. I think it's just a couple and they're alone. Yeah, right. That seems to be the gist. So that's the story um, of that one. Yeah, good. Well, there you go. I mean, that that worked out very well. In that sort of vein, you know, like something by Belinda Carlisle, that's sort of in that vague sort of 80s power pop anthem kind yeah. of style. Bit of a- you know what's a great song? Um, uh, 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 <laughs> Wait, is this rhetorical? I Need a Hero. What's what's is that? It's oh, not called that, is uh, it? I Need a Hero. That's the the title of Clips of the Heart singer, I think, isn't it? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, uh, yes, Google, it was in Shrek 2, but that's not what I'm looking for. Holding Out for a Hero is what it's called uh, by Bonnie Tyler. Yeah, Bonnie Tyler. Such a great song. That's uh, That's probably my... That's a great running song. It's just, oh man, that's a, that's just so fun. Yeah, good running song. Um, All right, running, running song. I reckon that probably translates a bit. Yeah, I reckon there'd be some crossover there. Just real high energy. You can get yourself moving to that track. I think also um, St. Elmo's oh, Fire. Another- I think is a great, another great '80s style. Uh, you know, like rousing song like that as what? well. St. Elmo's Fire. Yeah. It's, uh, is it Sesame Street? No. St. Elmo's Fire is a, is a, a phenomenon film. caused by electricity in the sky making sort of blue blue light. on, oh, And it happens on like, like sailboats, um, masts in the old Like days. Aurora Borealis sort of thing? The, the northern lights? That sort yeah, of but I think sort of close, like it happens on planes and stuff like that. It's just like static electricity. 
Anyway, You're geez, right. we've gone off topic here. But there's a song. Is, that, is it Brian Eno's um, song? No, it? I was. Oh, I couldn't tell you who sang it. I think it. I think it was from the film St. Elmo's Fire as well. Yeah, right. Uh, okay. Someone, John Parr, Man in Motion. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, this. The question wasn't what songs you like that are vaguely like Tiffany's. <laughs> I think we're alone now. <laughs> Uh, I'm just, I just opened up my Spotify. The Parquet Courts are, I reckon, a great dance, danceable band. Oh, yeah, yeah. Parquet Courts are great. Yeah, so maybe I'll say this question without enough time to think about. I do, I really like, oh, what's, a, what's a good one to dance to? Maybe, <laughs> um... Another favourite of mine is uh, Mr. Roboto by Styx. That's another just great high-energy song. Oh, yeah. Um, very upbeat. Coincidentally, also 80s. Yeah, 80s, I guess they, they did good dance montage sort of songs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, let me say, I'll say Master of My Craft from uh, Light Up Gold. Okay. These are songs I don't know. Hmm. All right. Anyway. Jeez. Was that... And who would we be, we'd be dancing with? I'd be dancing with Evan. And I'd be... Oh, is that a... I'd be dancing part with... Part of the question. Uh, well, I'd be dancing with Matt then. Klaus, I guess we'd be dancing together in yeah, that Klaus case. Klaus involved. If we could. Oh, yeah. I like Luther's dance style. I'd get him in. All right. Let's say we'll get the whole Umbrella Academy in. Yeah, that'd be fun. And uh, as well as Cha-Cha <laughs> and Hazel... <laughs> And yep. the uh, Donut get Lady, Agnes. Flying. And of course, I'd get Pogo in there, involved as well. <laughs> have we seen Pogo dance? I don't think we no. have. No. Well, I think because he's walking sick, he'd really be, right. be a, Yeah. Maybe we need a flashback scene to when they used to dance with him when they were kids or something. Mm. Uh, anyway, thank you for that question, Robert <laughs> Farley from South London. Uh, next one comes from Bianca Kidding. Uh, and she's, I've pronounced that correctly. I know that because Bianca gave me the pronunciation guide there. I would have got it wrong. It looks like Kading, but she got me straight even before I fucked it up. Thank you, Bianca. Kidding. <laughs> uh, who is from Berkhamstead. And I'm probably going to have butchered that. No pronunciation guide there. Berkhamstead <laughs> in the UK. Bianca writes, do you have a favorite character? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny because no one sees each other's questions, so it makes sense that of course uh, there'd be everyone ups. wants to know. Uh, so we've sort of answered that part, but the question looks like it continues on, uh, or perhaps one you can relate to the most. My favorite is Klaus. His story is as tragic as the rest, but he can also be a whole lot of fun. Five is definitely close. The actor is doing a great job portraying a disgruntled middle-aged man trying to herd a bag of dysfunctional cats. That we haven't really talked about. What an actor for a kid. He's such a good actor that I forget yeah. that he isn't an old man. Yeah, yeah, he's good. He's so good. Um, thanks to Bianca for, for answering the question. Oh, um, yes. that's Evan loves that about how you, <laughs> you've done it. Um, I don't know who I could relate to the most. Um, that's, that's tricky. Yeah, who um, in this They're scenario? all so flawed. I don't have all these flaws that they have. Yeah, but you also don't have any of these powers. So you got to put yourself in their position if you had those powers. Mm. Um, I feel like I relate most to Ben, maybe. 
Okay. I feel, but I feel like he's so straight. Like he's, I feel like I'm more of a goofball than him, probably. I feel like I haven't quite got a grasp on his personality, really, except that he's kind Putting of- Putting up with Klaus. Quiet. Yeah, yeah. It seems like he kind of doesn't have a choice about I that. I definitely but- would be enjoying hanging out with Klaus more than Ben does. Um, yeah. Mm. I uh, I feel like I, I could be as grumpy as five in his position. Yeah. Um, He's seen it all, so he's just like, let's hurry the fuck up and get this done. Yeah. I think I, I can relate to that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that's probably, that makes sense. I feel like I- Either that or, or Hazel, because I, I do love donuts and I, I would absolutely fall for the, the lady. Yeah. The oh yeah. I'm all in on Hazel. I, f- yeah, I feel like, and I mean, no one in the world is as good and as pure as Agnes is. <laughs> Obviously you'd fall for if given the chance, but there, I don't yeah. think I, you'd be, it'd be the most arrogant thing I could possibly say. Is that I relate to Agnes? It's like fuck off, idiot! <laughs> You're no Agnes. Good luck. Nice try. Uh, great question there from Bianca. Thank you very much. This one comes from Stephen Donnelly from Georgia. Bracket state or country? Question mark. Well, you are telling us, Stephen. What a cryptic <laughs> way to begin a bit of correspondence. I mean, I guess it's both. But is is the city in the state? Oh, state or country. But there's a country, Georgia. Is this like, but is this like a Washington situation where- Do you think there's a Georgia state in the country of Georgia? Oh, sorry. Not county, country. Hang on. He said, right, okay. He's just, I think he's fucking with us or I'm misunderstanding. Both very possible. I don't, okay. Well, I don't know which- one he's talking Stephen about. Stephen Donnelly, Georgia, state or country. I mean, both are cool locations, I would assume. Um, look, I don't know. I've, all of a sudden, though, I've got Georgia also- on my mind. Uh, Stephen writes, when I first watched this show, I noticed a certain aesthetic. I believe the show is based in the current year, 2019 at the time, but there is a distinct lack of cell phones. Oh, remember mm. last week, the last episode, yeah. someone said they were they wrote a long message and I said I was going to forget and read it out anyway. Well, it's happening. Yes. <laughs> uh, that and other visual em- elements give the feel of an earlier time. Not much earlier, but it's like this is a universe where in the internet and constant connection through devices didn't have the impact that it seems to in real life. That being said, I haven't actually watched the show in some time. Just wondering if anyone else has thought this. And we did. We kind of did discuss this, didn't we, in a previous episode? Yeah. There's kind of just this distinct, this this lack of modern technology overall, I would say. Yeah. And there was that definite aesthetic of- thing with the briefcases and the, yeah. you know, the tube, the way they, the bureau or the commission communicates yeah. through the tube things. And how they're so set in the 60s. Yeah. Um, or 55, yeah. I think, even. Oh, yeah, 50s. Yeah, I don't know. It's um, it's cool. I like it. It's it's cool to to sort of take take away the technological element and um, it kind of, yeah, it makes the storytelling a bit more 
I don't know. It takes away the the problem of like, well, they could have just bloody talked on Facebook or yeah, something. and it's kind of fun that they didn't even bother saying it. It would have been weird at the start to say, in a world where Facebook never really <laughs> took off and mobile phones yeah. aren't a thing, really. Yes. Um, <laughs> I uh, yeah. I wonder if there's other stuff that we're missing about the world. Because it took it took me a while to notice that there aren't mobile phones. Yeah. It just didn't occur to me until like halfway through the season. Um, I wonder if there's other stuff that that is a bit sort of surreal or or, or any other than obviously superpowers, but just other stuff that I've forgotten about. Mm. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm not sure either. I'm trying to think, like, what their interests are outside of it. It's not like they. They don't really have any. I mean, the red carpet was a very modern-looking thing in that first episode. Yeah, that's true. Allison. Yeah. So, like movies and popular culture is all the same. They've got comics. They've got films. Um, celebrities. There is television. Yeah. Do they watch to think television? Of if... Trying to think. Um, Seems like the kind of thing Sir Reginald wouldn't have in his house anyway. But and we no, don't really see like, other houses. He's got CCTV, but he hasn't got like. Yes. Terrestrial television. Um, or extraterrestrial television. <laughs> all that. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I guess I guess the none of it has that bigger bearing on the story, but but cell phones obviously would, would be a big impact. Yeah. Or other technology, like if they could just do a Google search for Harold Jenkins um, rather than having to go to the police to pull his files. Yeah, and also Alison went to the library to go through those old newspaper things that you only ever see yeah. in american tv and film yeah microfiche microfiche is that is? The, yeah but where they've got like tiny little cells of and they're sort of rolling them all over so they're like little slides being blown up onto a screen are they yeah i think so it's a, i guess a much more efficient way of storing old newspapers yeah. than just stacks of old newspapers that you have to um flip through yeah microfiche I think I only know that from The Simpsons. Oh, right. Microfiche. Yeah, I've heard of that. There's some sort of comedy spy movie where it's all about the microfiche. Or am I thinking of The Simpsons? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know what you're thinking. I don't <laughs> know what goes on in your head, man. I just need you to connect. Get in sync, Evan. <laughs> if if you can't figure out what I'm thinking, who can? Not me. <laughs> the next message comes from Adrian Hernandez Arista from Tempe in Arizona. Um, I did a I did a, a podcast episode about a Japanese story during the week, and I've had a couple of messages saying that uh, the my pronunciations were hard to listen to for Japanese speakers. And I right I re- I just remember every I mean I mispronounce things on every podcast I ever do. I just for some <laughs> reason just then as I said Tempe, I'm like it's probably temp. Or, or temper, you know, people pronounce words differently everywhere. Yeah, can be hard. I look, I look I up, like it is temp, I look eh? them I up know. as much as I can. But imagine this podcast where every every little city comes up. I have to Google it, like we did before. Imagine doing that again, like we did with that silly sounding <laughs> suburb of London. Yeah, it would be tedious to listen to. Um, unless you just did it all in advance and then wrote it out phonetically, but that oh, would be, man, maybe be a lot of work. Tempe. I guess you could do to that. To me, that's tempe. <laughs> yeah, I think tempe, is, it sounds right. 
Arizona. It's not hard to listen to for me. Arizona's a real hot place, I believe. I'm I'm picturing uh, deserts and sun baking down. Yeah, and right. maybe is it on the equator. Uh yeah, maybe. I don't. Is that how that works? I'm pretty sure it's where Alice Cooper lives and does his radio show from. That might be old information, <laughs> like ten right. year old information. Anyway, uh. The Phoenix Suns are from Arizona. I mean, if you're naming your basketball team the Suns, you're probably thinking it's a hot place. But then in American mm. sport, franchises get bought and sold and moved around and they keep the same name. Like the Utah Jazz used to be from a place where Jazz was from, probably New Orleans. And now at right. Utah, which is a very non-jazzy city or state, is still... Anyway, that's... Turns out it's nowhere near the equator. Huh. Is it hot? Which is, uh, I, I, I would assume it's hot. Okay. Um, I, uh, I have only been there once. You've been to Arizona. I've been to Arizona. What were you doing there? Uh, probably what most people that go to Arizona do, which is go see the Grand Canyon. Oh, the Grand Canyon is um, in Arizona. That seems like another hot place. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't when we went because it was um, uh, winter. Right. Uh, we um, yeah, we 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 went to um, LA, and then we uh did the whole Anaheim thing, um Disneyland or World or whichever one it is Disneyland I think, um and then we drove to Las Vegas for a few days and uh, we drove out to the Grand Canyon which was a lot of fun. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, long drive, cool canyon. Yeah, like real big sort of reverse mountain, so big. isn't it? It's like yeah, a, yeah. as if a mountain <laughs> was upside down and uh, yes. hollow. Yeah. yeah. Beck has a photo of me eating a hot dog at the Grand Canyon. Um, it's good. It was a good day. Inverted mountain. That's what they should call them. The Grand Inverted mm. Mountain. Now I know what it is. <laughs> Canyon? <laughs> what kind of gobbledygook is this? <laughs> uh, apparently, according to Britannica.com, about half of Arizona is semi-arid. One third is arid, and the remainder is humid. Yeah, right. That does look at Google Maps as a bit of greenery, um, but yeah, lots of lots of what looks like it could be very arid. And the photos um, look like the you know the um, Roadrunner cartoons. They look like they were based yeah. on that yeah. This scenery. is like this is like the Wild West, right? Yeah, look, wildly coyote. <laughs> yeah, this is like. Um, uh, maybe thinking more Nevada, but like, you know, like while the old west, right? You know, yeah, those cool looking cacti, um, cactus. Yeah. Yes, really cool, um, like rock formations and stuff. Yeah, beautiful country. I'd love to get there. Anyway, I, Adrian, yeah. have I got to your question? I don't think I have. Sorry, Adrian. I don't think we I... never got <laughs> past your state. Uh, hopefully, you're feeling patient, Adrian. Right. Hi, guys. Hope you're well. Thank you, Adrian. I'm doing okay. And you, Evan? Uh, fine. Yeah. I'm just messaging for in asking. to say how great this run of primates is. Oh, that's nice. Thanks. I've not watched Umbrella Academy, but you guys are doing such an awesome job with primates episodes that I don't feel I need to watch the show. Oh, that's so nice. Oh, we've... Definitely not the <laughs> what I thought the target demographic would be, but... um. But that's great. Yeah, that is interesting. I I kind of thought this might be tedious for people who hadn't seen it. And for many of the people who have seen it. (laughs) 
I just assume people who haven't seen it just wouldn't listen to yeah, it. Yeah, wow. But uh, if it's enjoyable to listen to regardless, then that's uh, that's. Fine. Adrian, you are a legend. You've, you've cheered me right up. Um, <laughs> uh, goes on to say he's not had Netflix for a while because I generally open the app browser bit and then close it. But I'm considering <laughs> getting it again to watch this series. It is kind of like that. And there's all these shows on there. I browse through them and you're like, nah. It all looks boring, yeah. but then occasionally you you know you click on something and go, oh, I've seen this thumbnail that many times, and I had no idea what this was. <laughs> that happened to me for Ozark. I had this oh, idea yeah. that it was going to be a shitty sci-fi show, like, all right. and that, and yeah, now I'm kind of into um, sci-fi shows a bit, so probably would have watched it anyway. But it, it's yeah, very much and not. It, but like it's that. not a sci-fi show. Important to point out. Yes, that's not. I don't know why I thought it was. I think it's good. It's all right though. I, I enjoyed. Ozark, there's a new season coming out, I think. Yeah, I couldn't. I no, um, watched no, the first two and started the third, and I'm like, I can't, I can't do this for a while. So I've had a break for the last <laughs> six months or something. But yeah, uh, I really love the first two seasons. But it's just, it's like, oh, they're gonna, it's just gonna be another tense, <laughs> another tense, uh, t- twelve episodes, or whatever it is. Of them, yeah, fucking up and getting themselves in more trouble. One of the partnership doing something dumb or brazen and dragging the other one yeah. in deeper when they're almost out. You're like, oh, you're out. They were gonna live on the <laughs> Gold Coast. Yeah, I would have been it's happy like for it to Bad. have ended like that, but a bit like Breaking Bad, but maybe not quite as good. Right, not as good as Breaking Bad, but you know, still, you know, I, 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 I enjoyed it. Enjoyed what I watched of it. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed it too. I've been watching a lot of Netflix uh, of late, and there, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in there. There's a lot of good stuff on there. You should, um, maybe, yeah, worth signing up again and uh, checking it well, out. I, well, the next thing Adrian says makes even more sense now. He says uh, Netflix should be bloody paying you for the advertising you're doing. <laughs> anyway, I hope you guys are enjoying doing the show as much as I'm enjoying listening to it. Cheers, guys. I yeah, I definitely am, and knowing that people are enjoying it definitely makes it more enjoyable to do. So thank you so much for taking the time <laughs> to send that message in. Yeah, that is. I nice. mean, I do. I'd happy to catch up with Evan either way, but uh, it does make <laughs> it more fun when people are enjoying it from afar. Yeah, we could just chat, catch up and chat without going through a synopsis, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but then, what would we talk? <laughs> That's about? a good point. Oh, I mean, we caught up for a coffee the other day. We talked about all sorts of stuff. We were talking about. Yeah. Billionaires, and you're talking about the charities they donate to and stuff. It was yeah. interesting stuff. Things I I very rarely think about billionaires. Yet we were sitting uh, yeah. in a park drinking coffee, and you were just <laughs> chatting billionaires to me, and I was loving every minute of it. And you know why? It's because I'd recently watched uh, a thing about them on Netflix. Oh my gosh! So, there you go. Oh, there's a PS um, here from Adrian. Oh, wow. It keeps going. Uh, it says, P.S. Evan, would you say Andy Matthews is a better primate than Andy from Toy Story? <laughs> he's real, he's funny, and he works with you. That's a big three. <laughs> uh, oh, look, that is that is a tough oh. one because uh, I'm normally very stubborn, uh, <laughs> but I like uh, I like Andy Matthews a lot. Um, There's a lot to like. Yeah. Yeah, look, I don't know. They might be as good as each other. Ooh. Maybe. That is interesting. That is by far the closest we've got to cracking Evan there, Adrian. <laughs> so there's two now two Andys on the leaderboard. Fantastic stuff. Uh, yes, Matthews and 
whatever Andy from Toy Story's last name is. Uh, is there a canon last name for Andy from Toy Story? I think it's from Toy Story. I'll Google it. I'm pretty sure it's from Toy Story. Andy from Toy Story. From is his middle name. <clears throat> uh, yes, Mr. From Toy Story. Yeah. Uh, Andy, Andy, Andy. The next... There has to be... While you're Googling Sorry, that, yeah, you, yeah. Um, this one, this is a name that always mucks me up. It's an Irish name, C-I-A-N. Is that Sean or... C-I-A-N. Yeah. Yeah, maybe Sean. Do you want to Google that too? Sean Lanigan <laughs> from Derry. Uh, Andy Davis. Andy Davis, of course. is um, Andy Davis. That's his last name. I did know that. He's got Andy Davis um, eyes. That's dead eyes. It's, that's what that song's about. Oh, it's pronounced Kian. Oh, Kian. Thank you so much for looking that up. Kian Lanigan. What a great name from Derry. Oh, Derry, Derry Keen, Girls is a show Keen on Netflix that I've enjoyed some time Derry Girls. this year. It's really good. Yeah, is that the one the high school girls with accents? Yeah, dairy accents. Love that show. Yeah, so good. <laughs> uh, I watched a few episodes of that with Beck, uh, like a week or two ago. It was enjoyable. There's a meme I saw recently saying when Ireland has adults acting as high school students, this is what they look like, and there's a photo of dairy girls. And then when Americans have adults acting as high school students, there's just like all these glamour models posing. Yeah. Cop that America. Cop that <laughs> Hollywood. You got taken down. Probably true, I guess. Or, I mean, but Pen15 is another good show which has act- uh, adults acting as uh, teenagers, but in a different way. Yeah. Well, I think teenagers never act as teenagers. They're being teenagers, right? That's very rarely oh. would you have in those shows that not being like 20-ish year old people acting as the kids, I think. Yeah, no, you're probably, probably right. There's probably exceptions, I'm sure. I remember Beverly Hills in the in 90s, this... there was someone on it was like 47 playing a 16-year-old. Way too far. Uh, but in this show, we've got five, which is a, 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 it's a, a child actor playing a um, an adult. Playing an old man. Yeah, taking one back been... for the youth. <laughs> uh, so, what was it? Kyan? Uh, yeah, Kyan or, or Keen. Keen. Or Kean or Kean. Kean Lanigan from Derry yeah. writes, When did the Umbrella Academy get given their names? You learn that Grace gave them because Sir Reg couldn't be bothered to. Was Five already gone by that stage? Yeah, that's interesting because they've yeah, all got names right. apart from him. And we know that, uh, or we assume that Grace was made um, because uh, Vanya... It kept killing all the other um, yes. nannies, and she was like, and she four was or five. four, yeah, yeah, at that, uh, yeah, around, around the age of four at that stage. So yeah, that's that's, I mean, but five in the show is certainly older than that. Yeah, um, but that's a really interesting thing that maybe, yeah, maybe he wasn't given a name because of that. Yeah, interesting. Uh, the message goes on. If you went at age 13, does that mean that for the first 13 years, all the kids only had numbers? I tried to Google this and was fairly inconclusive, but one website said that everyone had forgot his given name, including him, because it was so long ago, which seems to be very lazy. Yeah, that seems unlikely. I mean, for him, he was gone a long time by himself. Maybe you forget your name. I have no idea. But for the rest, they would be thinking about his name all the time. Yeah. And there's a statue of him, right? Wasn't there? No, that was Ben. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, statue for Ben, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, he's a thirteen apparently, is or in a thirteen-year-old body. Um, very interesting. Uh, very interesting. Sorry, uh, Keen. Keen. Keen goes on to say. It's such a lovely message. I'm so sorry about butchering your name. Uh, Kian goes on to say, not really a question there, so apologies, but I needed to vent. <laughs> Please continue on with season two and more primates. Oh, thank you very much. What a what a lovely message. He seen the his personality five. Um, I I could I could imagine that maybe they could that they could try to give him a name and he'd be like, I don't need a name. I'm five. You know. Yeah. Maybe it's a personality for thing. suckers, but then I—I'm I, sure his personality wasn't like that. Like I feel like his personality is a product of him being an old man who's been through decades uh, of loneliness in a barren wasteland. Yeah, and it, obviously it's a fun thing that they—they they mean they didn't accidentally forget to give him a, a character name, so it's funny mm-hmm. that they had a fun little quirk like this, but no explanation for it. That, yeah. So you'd assume that. Jared or G- Gerard Way would have something in his mind. I do wonder if if that's in the comics, uh, if it's been mentioned. Yeah, but then I, I feel like surely that would be Googleable. Hmm. Right, you're probably yeah. right. It does on Wikipedia. It says number five slash the boy. So <laughs> so vague. But I guess all of it that. doesn't. Yeah, the boy is probably just what uh, the other people call him that don't know who he yeah. is. Um, but that's that's very interesting. If there are any listeners who know that, please do message in. Yeah, uh, address the message to us and Kian. Yep. C-I-A-N. Uh Great name. It's a mystery name, and the surname's fantastic as well. Lanigan, big fan of. That. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. All right, Sam Cash up next. Another great... Name from yeah, Ipsalanti. <laughs> Ipsalanti. Assuming that is a capital I and not a small L. Otherwise, it's Upsalanti. <laughs> In MI, which I believe is Michigan. I would say I would. Uh, I would think Michigan. Yeah. But the problem is there's Michigan, Missouri, Mississippi. Oh and right. And one other MI yeah, right. place, I think. Minnesota. Um, so anyway, Ipsalanti, that's a cool name. No, it is M I is Michigan. Michigan. All right. Uh, Sam writes, Hey fellas. So glad to be listening to new episodes. Spent my lockdown binging Umbrella Academy, so it worked out great for me. At at <laughs> the start of episode seven, you guys chatted about Jimmy James James Jimmy Jamming James and seemed curious about any good primate games. And I yeah. have one for you. Check out Ancestors. You play as an ancient ape progressing through millions of years oh, of evolution. Yes. this uh, I, I am sort of aware of this. There's learning. You go on learning how to use tools, communicate with your fellow apes, and swing around the forest. It was great fun. 
didn't really have an Umbrella Academy question, but will say I was disappointed your new Dutch monkey phrase didn't come up with the revelation about Leonard. <laughs> no, what was the Dutch monkey phrase? Fo- oh, luckily enough, oh, he's put it here come- for us. Now the oh. monkey's out of the sleeve. <laughs> yeah. It's a great phrase. <laughs> so we really should have said that uh, with that revelation. Yes. The Leonard um, Revelation, another good band name. Uh, yeah. Sam finishes by saying, what? keep up the yeah. great work, guys. Cheers. Thank you so much, Sam. Can't believe we forgot now the monkey's out of the sleeve. Yeah, it's like now comes the monkey out of the sleeve or something like that. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I, it's interesting that I didn't, um, that I haven't looked into that game, Ancestors, because it came out in August last year, which would have been when we were doing Gamey Game. So it would have been on my radar, and I do kind of remember it, but I, I get there must have been other big releases around, so I didn't. Um, that feels didn't like the kind of game that Ben Russell would be all over. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we should uh, Twitch stream it. I feel like sometime. that. Yeah, that feels like that's prime gamey game sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Sam, for bringing that to our attention. I'm sure someone's Sam message. What a great name. Us about that elsewhere as well. It's a something I've learned is people who listen to our podcast Evan all have great names, <laughs> without exception. Yeah. No exception. And here's another cracker: Paul Meller or Mellor oh, yeah. from Oldham, UK. Paul's a great listen now listener as well. Appreciate your listenership, Paul. Paul writes, hi, mates. <laughs> I don't know why I gave him such energy. <laughs> Just saying that like that sapped my energy. That was all I right. had to give. Hi, mates. I'm really enjoying listening to the Umbrella Academy run through. It's great, although I wish I had held off a few weeks before watching season two so I could have had this refresher. Yeah, I feel like that's that's. I mean, that's what we're doing, or I'm doing. I'm having the refresher, and I absolutely needed it because I have no memory of nearly any of this. Um, uh, it's it's just a fresher for you. It's not a refresher because you've never watched it before, Evan. Yeah, I watched up to like episode four, um, and I, and then forgot all about it. So you know, it was refresher up till then, but now it's all all just fresh. Paul goes on to say, very envious of anyone who hasn't watched the second series yet. Well, that's us. Cop that, Paul. Be yep. envious of us. <laughs> uh, as it also, It's also great. Oh, that's good to hear. I've been hearing very good things from people who have said anything about it. They're saying, some people saying it may be even better than the first, which is high praise. Wow. Um, saying, having this pod as a weekly listen would be a fun way to pace it out. You're in for a treat. I much prefer when shows do this, such as The Boys and The Mandalorian, as in release episodes weekly rather than dump it for binging. Um, right. I also prefer prefer shorter series as those of 20-plus episodes can seem daunting and you can quickly lose interest. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I have a number of those on my Netflix slash Amazon lists, such as Lock and Key, V Wars, and Man in the High Castle. So my question to you is, are you sitting on any series that are glaring at you from your playlist, but you always dodge at the last minute and will probably never finish? Keep up the great work. <laughs> I've seen Lock and Key. I quite enjoyed that. I have not seen any of the ones that he's mentioned. There. I haven't heard of the other two, but Lock and Key, I, 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 I kind of enjoyed it. I mean, some of it was pretty infuriating, but I liked it. You know, generally, I liked the vibe of it. It was a 
a series I smashed through. I didn't even realize it was uh, that long of a series. I feel like I watched yeah, it right. in a few days, but um, but it's good, is it? Supernatural horror, fantasy, drama. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty light on the horror, but it's it's an interesting concept, and I think it's I think it's fun. But and I I mean, I can hardly remember it now. I watched it a few months ago. I watched it back when I the last time I was allowed out of the state when I was up for the Brisbane Comedy Festival. I watched it up there. So that was March or something. So a bit vague in the memories now. But I yeah, I did in, I enjoyed it for the most part. Um I think the last series I've started a few that have the intimidating episode counts. I'm up to I've just finished season three of The West Wing, which I'm oh, watching yeah. in sort of fits and spurts. I've also started watching Friday Night Lights, which I think is like six series longish seasons probably. Mm-hmm. That is I'm kind of enjoying that, but it's like handheld camera sort of stuff, which can be a bit right hard on the eyes after a while. <laughs> and it's just like watching teenagers do be be dumb sometimes. But yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people who love it, so I'm I've stuck with it for a few episodes so far. Uh, the Good Wife that was one that I got through last year, I think, and that was like yeah, that was um- a lot of episodes. I'm enjoying that. Um, well, no, I so I watched through that now. I'm watching the Good Fight, and that's yeah. Good. Apparently, the Good I Fight get... new season is just coming out. Oh, yeah. really? That's cool. I don't get intimidated by big episode counts, really, because there's just more to watch. Right. Right. Um, it's I I I worry that when I'm whenever I get to the end of a show, I'm like, oh, there's no more. Ah. <laughs> oh. You don't like well, the ability yeah. to finish something. It is. I mean, it is nice to finish something, but also like it's enjoy. Hopefully, it's enjoyable to watch yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're, not, you're, you're not, not just like wishing it away. <laughs> looking at your watch, just like, oh, it's like what's you're doing this? that with your life. Ugh. <laughs> I mean, it's fine, but I'd love to get to the end of it. <laughs> that was the best advice I ever got. I think I was 17. My elderly neighbour said, "Oh, what are you up to?" I'm like, "Oh, I just can't wait to be 18 so I can go to the pubs and drive and all that sort of stuff." She goes. Don't wish your life away, you know. It, it moves <laughs> by, so maybe just enjoy, enjoy whatever the bit you're up to at the moment. And I obviously that sunk in quite a few years later. <laughs> at the time, I'm like, "All right, mate." I said, "Yes, Fon, that is good. That is good advice." She was very lovely. Uh, um, I uh, I want to watch. There's a show called Des, which is out on Stan in Australia, I think, with David Tennant. Which looks pretty cool. I want to watch that. Um, I want to watch the Sopranos. I've not. I've ever never watched, watched that. The Sopranos I either. That's one that's definitely on the list. Um, what else? Breaking Bad. Uh, I saw I the watch... first couple of seasons of, and I can't remember that's... it really. But uh, that's people good. say it's very it's good. It's worth watching. Watch. Uh, watch Shit's Creek. Oh, I've just started that. watching just that. Obviously, everyone's talking about that. I'm enjoying. Um, people said it sucked for a little while, but I've I've been enjoying it fine. From the start, and they're such short episodes, oh, yeah. twenty-minute episodes. Oh, yeah, it's very easy to yeah. watch. Um, I I had a moment. Uh, I don't know how far through it was, where I was just like, "Oh, these these characters, all, all these people, they're bad people." <laughs> yeah. The 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 fam the Rose family, yeah. and I think that's just. But but that's the arc, kind of the arc of the show, and the and the character development is that. Yeah, they're kind of shit people to begin with. No, not pun. Sorry, bad people to begin with. Um, it's a reverse Breaking but, Bad. Yeah, yeah, and but by the end of it, you just you love them all. Like they're so, 
um, so affable. Like they're just such. Yeah, I feel like I'm uh, all. It's I can, a very warm, nice. I show can see that already. Like, I like they're all kind of assholes and self-involved and all that sort of stuff. But it, they all. It's just a. It's a nice vibe. I don't know if that's a Canadian yeah. thing. Canadians are meant yeah, to be maybe. very nice, right? But that, I mean, that's a weird generalization that a Canadian show would be nice because it's made by Canadians. But um, yeah, uh, Eugene Levy is so funny. Yeah. Uh, yep, he's great. the The cast overall, the cast is just fantastic. Every, like everyone is great. All the minor characters are so great. It's just everything is great about that show. I reckon. Yeah. It's. So enjoyable. I just think um, it's a nice it's, it's show. like a feel good yes, show. Yeah, it's a feel good show. It's not, you know, it challenging it, or it, anything. Yeah, and it's it without like spoiling anything. Like it, that dramatic things happen, but you know, some shows will will set up everything being nice, and then it all sort of it all gets destroyed. It's like ah, it, but but this show, it's 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 okay with things just ending nicely yeah, sometimes which is good. i like that. um that's probably which yeah it is it's, the world no wonder it's doing so well at the moment the world needs a show yeah. like that it is a very comforting yeah. show to watch yeah in the, in 2020 i also want to watch the second season of criminal the um i've only watched the uk ones but um i thought that was a, a pretty cool um show i don't know i don't I don't think i've heard of that it's basically like um Oh, it's it, so you know, like you watch a crime drama, police drama, and there's like the 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 interview with the the suspect sort of thing, right? Yeah. It's that scene, but the whole show—it's just an hour in an interview room with a criminal or you know, or a suspected criminal, right? Right. Um, and it's it's sort of slow and tense, and and David Tennant is in, I think, the first one of the. It's also it's in different countries, so there's like three episodes of UK. Um, I think three episodes of like Spain and Germany. I think have done them. Um, maybe France. I'm not and sure. And when you said there's, David there's Tennant's in it, I'm starting to assume it's not a documentary. No, sorry, no. It's it's um, David Tennant's done some bad things. <laughs> well, look, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, no, it's 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 great. It's just like um, an hour long. Um, you know, it's a character piece. It's it's good. Yeah, that sounds that sounds cool. I recommend it if you like crime dramas uh um, so yeah hopefully that answered your question paul in some roundabout way <laughs> thanks for the message <laughs> next one's from seamus duffy from belfast but actually from perth western australia ah uh, well which is it <laughs> i think what he's saying is that he's an australian living in belfast right okay uh, he said but actually i think i read that as but originally Right, okay. <laughs> there's another been, person been... fucking with us. <laughs> or am I? Uh, Seamus writes, Hey, Matt and Evan, so glad Primates is back. Uh, what a fun... Talk about feel-good episodes, at least for you and me. Yeah. I don't know if it's that feel-good to listen to. Uh, so glad Primates is back. Matt, you might remember me from the Dublin gig where we exchanged a double whiskey for a Primates beanie. <laughs> And Jess accused <laughs> us of dealing drugs live on the pod. I do remember that. I do remember that. That was a, yeah, what a great moment that was. I mean, if I could use beanies as currency, that would be fantastic. <laughs> I mean, I'm all out of those beanies now. Ah, you broke. Yeah, <laughs> beanie broke. <laughs> uh, 
Yes, and so we that was when we did a live Do Go On podcast in Dublin last year, which feels like a decade ago. It does feel a long time ago. Uh, Sha- what was, did Seamus have a question? Uh, he says, yeah. I might be being a basic bitch with this question. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, you kind of are, Seamus. 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 Well, isn't it? Uh, Seamus's question is, of the kids, who is your favourite character? Loving the season of the pod. Please do season two. <laughs> I think I think we're pretty pretty much locked into doing season two, Seamus, now. And uh, favourite character, great question. <laughs> I think of the kids, I think I'm gonna I'm, I think I'm ready to lock in Klaus for sure. And but favorite general character or partnership is Hazel and Agnes. Yeah, I think I agree. On both of those. Thanks so much for that message, Seamus. Hopefully, we'll be able to get back over and do some more live shows before too long. Feels like it's a little while away, though, unfortunately, but hopefully not too long. Yeah. Next one comes from Daniel Ryan in Provo, Utah. Hey, Utah, give me two. Classic line from classic film. Dan- Which film? Uh, From Point Break. Oh, okay. Where... Um, Johnny Utah, played by Keanu Reeves, is going to get a meatball sub, I think. No, for uh, Gary Busey, and Gary Busey's his cop partner. And he goes, he orders a meatball sub from Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is walking away to get the sandwich, and Gary Busey leans out the window and he goes, Utah, make it two. (laughs) 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 The kind of moment that you're like, why is this in the film? But it's so good as well. I mean, whenever I see the word Utah, I always think of that moment. Daniel writes, uh, Daniel would also be aware of maybe Utah is a jazzy state. I'm not, I'm not even sure. Uh, but Daniel writes, I would love if this, if this is read out. Daniel, you're in luck. <laughs> Although the fact that you're, you're so excited about it being read out, I'm nervous about it. Um, <laughs> Daniel writes, so glad you're back, yada yada. You mentioned Robert (laughs) Sheehan, Klaus, being in Skins, but that was wrong. Mm. I didn't say that, so I'm guessing Evan said that, did you? What? Did you say he's in Skins? Yes, am I wrong? Well, according to Daniel, you're dead wrong. (laughs) All right. Uh, He says he was in the E4 show Misfits. Misfits. That's the, oh man, how did I get those two confused? They sound. They, oh. I mean, Skins is about is a show about teenage misfits, really. Yeah, I'm trying to think of how have I got these two confused and which one's which now. But yeah, no, Misfits is absolutely what I'm thinking of. Um, oh man, I've because I've sort of vaguely seen both of them, but not really. Right. Um. So. Skins is probably Damn. a show that actually had teenagers playing teenagers, I reckon. Or close to. Yeah, right. I feel like. Um, he goes on to say, uh, that is really interesting for a lot of reasons. It is another superhero show where his character is very similar in personality. It is basically yep. like that show was an audition tape for the Umbrella Academy. But he's also similar in power. He is immortal in The Misfits. So Evan may mm-hmm. be channeling that, because you know you say, you think he might be immortal. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but I think there's clues to that yeah. in Umbrella Academy. But yeah, it's a, it does. Uh, yeah, there's definitely similarities there. Um, but also for maybe just one app, he can see dead people, or maybe just a dead person. Yeah, that does ring a bell. He said it's a really good teen show. There is even a King Kong-esque episode where a gorilla falls in love with a character if you want to watch it. Season 2, episode 5. Oh, that's a good tip. Uh, yeah, cool. If we do continue to do primates after we do Umbrella Academy, maybe we can check that out sometime. Thank you for that message, yeah. Daniel. I'm so glad you took Evan down a peg or two. <laughs> Sitting up in his ivory tower. Yeah. Uh, uh- uh, Nathan Young, the character that he plays in um, Misfits, um, was born in 1989. This is telling me that, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, same as you and same as the Umbrella as Academy. Yeah, both characters born in the same year. I guess that makes sense because he's kind of the age that he is, isn't he? <sighs> he um, doesn't have a lot he of wasn't range, born in does he? He was born in 88, so he's <laughs> playing a bit younger there. Um <laughs> He's Irish. Why am I looking at this? Oh, I was looking to see if his character has what his um, powers are in the show. Um, why can't I f- feel like this should be a really easy thing to find? Look, it doesn't matter. Yeah, if you want to keep looking, I'm going to read out the next message if that's okay. We've only got two left. Sure. This, oh, wow. this one's from our hometown of Melbourne, from Alison Ramsey. Alison writes, Hey, guys. have been really enjoying these episodes. Thank you so much, Alison. Uh, Alison writes, I have loved Robert Sheehan, the dude who plays Klaus. Jeez, he definitely does seem like he's he's the most popular one. Yeah, it's he's almost consensus level. Oh, so according to fandom, his power, his character's power in Misfits is immortality and mediumship, formally. Also, reality warping, which sounds vague. Yeah. But yeah, so it's it's yeah very similar, basically the same sort of character, I right? I can't picture him with an English accent or Irish accent. You say he's Irish. He's Irish, yeah. Does he speak with an Irish accent in Misfits? I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure his character is Irish. It's a good American accent. Um, I, I, I don't thought he was, or just assumed he was American. That's a good point. He definitely, he definitely, yeah, right. I didn't even pick that his accent was different, but it definitely is. He's doing his, I think, natural accent on Misfits. Yeah, cool. Um, sorry. So back to Allison's message. Yes. Uh, oh, she also mentions Misfits. I've loved Robert Sheehan. The dude who plays Klaus, ever since he played Nathan in Misfits, which is an English TV show about young offenders who get superpowers. In Misfits, his character can also see ghosts, and he's immortal. That's his main power. I find it super interesting that his powers are so similar, and highly recommended you give Misfits a go, at least the first two seasons. One of the episodes has an ape in it. Oh, really? oh, yeah, <laughs> someone just said that. I um, do have a question, that's... though. Oh, we'll get to that if you got a comment there. That's funny how no, I, they sent I just, uh... those messages within two days of each other. Yeah, it was one after the other. Um, I uh, Probably because I said uh, skins right. accidentally and then everyone wanted to correct me. But, um, I yeah, I, I've watched a few episodes of Misfits. Where is that? Probably more that than that, Netflix? Netflix? 
Great question. Let me look that up for you. Well, I could do that in my own time. <laughs> um, it's got to be on one of them, right? It's it's a bit older though. So, see, I don't know if it ever went to air in Australia. Ah. It's from 2009. It's on Stan. Five seasons. 2009. It's also on Amazon Prime. Him. Yeah. Whoa. Freaky. Wow. What could it all mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's on Amazon Prime and on Stan in Australia anyway. So, to our Australian fans. We, yeah, we should watch that and, and we should find the episode with the ape in it. Yeah. Yeah, we should definitely do that. I'd, yeah, I'd be keen. Be keen to watch... That from, I mean, people who like the Umbrella Academy are saying they also like that, so that's a good sign. Mm. Um, Alison finishes with a question. I do have a question, though. Which member of the Umbrella Academy do you connect with the most? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for all your hard work. That's slightly different, isn't it, to connect with? Yeah. Well, we kind of talked about which ones we can relate to, which is sort of similar. Yeah. Don't know which one. Um, I, I just don't. It's so hard to pick which one. Liking them it, and who who you want to be like and who you are are like are different things, I guess. <laughs> and it's so hard. I had no idea what I'm like. It's the kind of thing you need someone else to tell you which one you're like. What am I like? What am I like? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, have a look at me. What am I like? <laughs> I feel like it's Hazel for me. If we're you know going broader than just the the main. Uh, kids, um, I don't think I'm quite as eccentric as Sir Reggie. No, you're on you're um, on the path though. <laughs> uh, and of course, Agnes is um, too pure a soul. Uh, yeah, <laughs> she's uh, she's just great. Cha cha, I don't know. Yeah, cha cha is difficult. She's too much of a company person. Yeah, so I don't. I mean, I'd, I'm pretty loyal like that, but I think she goes, she's beyond logic. Yeah, takes it too far. Uh, um, see that, and that feels like, yeah, maybe where Hazel is. He he has been loyal for a while, and now he's just starting to be like, oh, this isn't actually good for us. This isn't a great deal. Yeah, I wonder what it is that that sort of tipped it for him, because... He was kind of like that from the start. Yeah, he was. I think it's just been not, slowly not so happening. Keen. Yeah, he was, he was jaded. He's been in the job for a while. They're meant to. I think they're the best two operatives for the commission. Or I think that is sort of like the broader law of the Umbrella Academy. I don't know if it's necessarily that clear in this show. What that they're the best ones? Yeah. Although did someone? I can't yeah. remember if I read this out or where a listener messaged and said. And you can tell that a bit when Five was, ta- he was like, oh, shit. When he found out they were the ones after him in an oh. early episode, apparently it was like, oh, right, that's bad. But then in a recent episode, was it, maybe it was episode nine, um, when Hazel meets Five, he's like, whoa, you're a big yeah, deal. Yeah, you're um, a legend. It was sort of the other way around, yeah, exactly. Right? That's true. Uh, uh, yeah, but Hazel, Hazel's you, so what, good. I think the what about Harold Jenkins? Do you have any? Can you relate to Harold Jenkins? I at mean, all? lack of superpower. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. I dev- I had a much, a, a much, much, much nicer childhood. Mm, me too. Uh, as I would hope, you know, most of our listeners did. That was very brutal. Hopefully, not too many had to <laughs> get the hammer out on their abusive father. Why am I going down that path? But <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so... Ugh. Yeah, but I mean, there were there were times, and I guess it's hard to know how much of it was character and how much of it was facade because it feels like it was it was all facade, really. When he seemed like a good guy, he was doing that to manipulate Vanya. Yeah, I think he might be a sociopath. Sociopath. I don't. I don't fully get what all those means words mean. Psychopath, sociopath. <laughs> the intricacies. Yeah, there. I'm not sure either. He's probably both. Okay, great. He doesn't. He. I don't think he can empathise. Um. You know. I don't think he can uh, connect with people like, you know, like regular people. Yeah. I think it's something that it feels like can be done well. Is give it, give the villain a reason to be the way they are, and I think they did that yeah. quite well with him. Yeah. I. I. I uh, empathise with his character a bit. Um. But not that much. No. Feel like he could have probably have worked through those issues. Yeah, because he kind um, of he yeah he kind of had on a, some levels like he looked like he was living a pretty normal life at a woodworking shop. I don't understand yeah, what I'm talking yeah. about. He has he has skills. I see. I think prop, the worst thing that happened to him, other than the abusive father, is is going to jail for was it was it ten right. years or twelve years or something like yeah. that? Because that's not gonna help. No, a child that's, gonna that's, yeah. That's gonna ruin you. That's that's. Yeah, that I think that's what what he really needed was rehabilitation and yeah, sort of like proper um, role model and stuff. Like, ugh, this whole thing could have been avoided, man. Yeah, is what I'm saying. Oh uh, well, you um, know, there's the system failed. There's him. big problems around the world. I think in America in particular with the incarceration rates and whatnot. I did. It's a very stale yep. now, but my my major was criminology, and that was a lot. That was a lot of it was about that. The criminal right. criminologists got their way. There'd probably probably be bloody no one locked up. You know, criminals would be running the streets because <laughs> they love criminals so much. Well, so. they just. I think. I mean, that's not all criminologists. I just recall it being a, a lot of it was about. Hey, there's better ways of doing it than just locking people up and throwing away the key. How's that better for society? Yeah, um, John Oliver talks a lot about that stuff on um, his show as well, right. which is a good show. Uh but yeah, it's been a while since I studied that, so that's why you can hear me talking <laughs> so authoritatively. <laughs> uh, the final. What just happened? Uh, a light just fell over. So oh, if okay. I look a little darker now, it's because my <laughs> lamp just <laughs> slowly slunk down. <laughs> but we don't edit this show, so let's move on. No. Uh, final <laughs> message. For this episode comes from Luke in New York. The city so nice they named it once. Is that how you pronounce that? No, no, Newark. New, New York, New, New York, Newark is somewhere else. Newark, New, New Jersey. <laughs> uh, this is New New York. I don't know if it's state or city. So it's the uh, right, well. the state so nice they named it once. Is that funny? I want to tweet that as soon as we finish here. New York, the state so nice they named it once. I think that might be funny. Right. All right. Anyway. <laughs> I love showing people the process <laughs> of a Twitter genius. <laughs> How the sausage is yeah, made. You know, when, and some they'll go check it, and they'll be like, whoa, three retweets. <laughs> I, I heard that getting made. Uh, Luke writes, hey, guys, I wanted to let you know that there is an ape game. Oh, it's called Ancestors Humankind Odyssey. The same one? Yeah. Wow. It's a survival game where you play as a member of a tribe of apes as they slowly evolve 
into early humans over millions of years. Lots of scavenging in the jungle for fruit and sweet climbing, uh, tree climbing action. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's interesting. We've had a, a couple of, or a few double ups on messaging. Yeah. I'll, I love um, how in sync our listeners are. Yeah. That's very cool. Um, yeah, we'll check that out. Yeah, it sounds like, I mean, it definitely sounds fun. Yeah. Thank you so it much like for that well message, Luke. Uh, the rest of the messages are... Oh, hang on. I'm, we've got a couple... There's a bunch about episode 10, but there's a couple from about episode 7. Would you quickly go through these? This sure. one's from San- Santory from Finland. He writes... Oh, yeah. I think you missed an important aspect about Hazel and Cha-Cha ro- and their romance Ooh. between them. Oh, when he st- this oh, is about episode 7, Yeah, but you... I think you did... You mentioned this. You thought you saw it that way, and I missed it. Is this uh, is this the day that wasn't, or is this the episode before that? Maybe. Uh, so nine was changes. I feel like eight was. Was eight? I heard a rumor. Oh, F seven was the day that was. F seven, the day that was. Yeah, okay. But I mean that. Yeah, the the same. We saw the scene from the from Hazel's perspective where they were in the forest. Yes. So it'd be yeah, about the yes. same thing. Uh, and you saw that, but I didn't. But anyway, San- Sandery wants to elaborate. He says, when he starts talking about living life outs- uh, outside of work with the one you love, she thinks that he's talking about her and not the donut lady, Agnes. Cha-Cha is devoted to the work, and they are the best of the best the Bureau has. Even Five was startled when he realized who was coming after him. Oh, that's what I was just saying before. Yeah, so right. in her head, Hazel has stuck by her even as he clearly has lost interest in the job and their employer and is telling her to come with him. I think her expression when Hazel is venting and the fact that she does not shoot him in the forest speaks volumes for this. And then she loses her shit completely when she realizes that Hazel is in love with Agnes and not her. Thus the name calling and rage towards Agnes. Yeah, Maybe right. Cha-Cha right. has repre- uh, repressed her feelings towards Hazel or has devoted fully to the career that has not even considered romance as part of life. Anyway, she clearly can't handle the perceived betrayal. I hope they talk it out. <laughs> he says, I've seen all eps, so that last bit was a bit of a joke. Um, yeah, I thought I thought you saw it that way as well, di- didn't you? And- I, I thought maybe that was... that. I thought there were a couple of possibilities there, and that was one of them. I, I feel like it's fairly subtle. It doesn't... To me, it doesn't seem super like clear that that's exactly what's happening but maybe it, it, it definitely makes sense and and the way Santeri um explained it there at all that all checks out i reckon like it certainly makes sense i think from their motivations and stuff yeah it was a, it was a bit too subtle for me to pick up on that way i just yeah just nothing about their relationship spoke romantic to me yeah well there's nothing there's no other they've, they've got a very like just a uh, collegial sort of friendly work relationship yeah. generally. Um, they, I can't remember any other time that they've hinted at any romance between them. But also it's like, I, I imagine it'd be like, while they're working together, it'd be a bit weird to have a romantic relationship as well yeah. in the work that they do. I don't know. Um, but yeah, the idea of like, you know, running away, leaving the job, we can be together like that. I can see how Cha-Cha would sort of 
hear it that way. Um, so look, I you know that's a I, I, I'm sympathetic um, for Cha Cha there as well. Yeah, for sure. But um, why why not talk it out if that is what you think it is? Wouldn't you be like, so where are we going to go? You know, wouldn't you ask a question? <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, I do wonder what the conversation was like on the drive back from the woods. Because <laughs> we don't see that. We just see him rock up at the motel. Yeah. Um, to complete the fake out. I, I guess they just, yeah, I guess they were just uh, silent on the drive home. <laughs> yeah. They didn't hash any of this out. Uh, that's a good message, though. Thank you, Santeri. And finally, this one's from Greg Gotcha from Hungary. Gotcha. Who writes, my understanding about the Leonard Harold situation was, this is also about episode seven. Did I say that? Uh, yeah. My understanding about the Leonard slash Harold situation was that in the day that wasn't, Vanya figured out his secret and Leonard felt safe from the Academy. So uh, things, oh, hang on, I'm not following what I'm reading. My understanding about the Leonard Harold situation was that in the day that wasn't, Vanya figured out his secret and Leonard felt safe from the academy, so things wouldn't happen the same way, and I think the apocalypse wouldn't happen. But because of five, Leonard heard that the academy is onto him, so he took Vanya to the grandma's house where he taught her how to use the power, and things escalated to losing an eye and setting the stage for the apocalypse. Sorry for my grammar, English is my second language. Hey, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that your grandma was fine. It's funny that he's apologised as if he heard me read it. I'm pretty sure that was all on me, but I appreciate the apology all the same. Uh, uh, yeah, right. So so he's saying that um, in the day that wasn't those events, that in fact it wouldn't have, the world wouldn't have ended. Yeah. We, we touched on this um in a, in a recent episode as well, we talked about whether or not it would happen, uh, wh- whether Five has kind of inadvertently brought this on himself um, when if he was just minding his own business, maybe. But it's but, almost like, is uh, this what was going to happen no matter what? Like, is this, yeah. is, are you just fulfilling your fate by trying to stop it? You're bringing it on. Which is, yeah. it sort of sounds like what Greg's suggesting. And you were saying that's I'm what still- happened in Star Trek one time. <laughs> yeah. Um, the episode cause and effect. That's a, a good episode. Um, if you're into sort of like, if you're into time travel, time loops, uh, and stuff, but, um, yeah, it's interesting. I, I think because if I say so in the, in the day that wasn't, um, I think if five hadn't done anything, the world still would have ended because that's what the commission want, right? Like that's, yeah. It, as far as they're concerned, it's supposed to happen. So I think if he didn't intervene, it would happen. But and because he did intervene, it does look like it's going to happen. Right. So I, I, yeah, I guess damned if you do, damned if yeah, you. Yeah, it right? feels like they're sitting back from 1955 watching everything all the time. So yeah. they, no matter what, they'll just go back be- be- just before and make it happen. They've got an infinite amount so. of opportunities to do that. I suppose, yeah. But then he blew up um, the suitcases, which takes away their ability to do that. Maybe, yeah, I guess so, except the handler, you know, in episode nine, is we, we see yeah, her again. Yeah, she's still so... able to do it. So, there must be at least... It's... Wait, did she have a briefcase? Suitcase? I'm not sure, but I I mean, she can still stop. She obviously has some sort of power to travel right. through time and stop time and stuff. So, oh, yeah, she's I'm not got... sure if that's just inherently in right. her or, Wonder or if, if she has some sort of a device to do that. She could be one of the other kids. Oh, Although she seems older, slightly older than the rest. 
But then she's been living- Yeah, but then five seems like a younger. Yeah, so- that's true. And she's been living off in different timelines and coming back and that sort of stuff. There is a I thing wonder. in episode 10. It's only mine. It's not even a spoiler, but she does say- <laughs> um, uh, Someone says to her, saw you three days ago. And she says, to you, it was three days. It's been longer for me or something <laughs> like that. So Yeah, right. Bloody time travel. Yeah. Gets you every time. Yes. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of this fun Q&A episode. We'll be back uh, before or probably early next week, maybe next same time next week. I don't know. <laughs> Why would I know <laughs> this? I'm only the one who uploads them. Uh, <laughs> but to be honest, you're only as strong as your weakest link. And Evan <laughs> <laughs> needs to put he's, he's going to put his diary to work. Get a calendar. Google yeah, do some it good was products. in my Google Calendar, and I, I just, oh, didn't even body look at it. Same thing happened to um, me last week, as you know, off air, Evan. Uh, <laughs> this is only a bit I'm doing. I feel no ill will towards you at all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if uh, if you have any more questions, and uh, maybe even broader, we've, I think we've definitely knocked off the our favourite characters and uh, the one we relate to the most sort of ones. But if you have any other questions, feel free to chuck them in, and if that we bank up a few again. Yeah. We'll just do another episode where we run through a few. But um, mm. I think we're definitely going to do season two coming up. So if you've got questions specific to that or or whatever, let us know. Anyway, Evan, people can find you at gamygame.com and on Twitch via the link yep. in the show notes. Yeah, They can watch you play games live on Twitch every Saturday morning Melbourne time. Yeah. Maybe I'll play Ancestors, the humankind... Odyssey. Oh, great. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Do that this Saturday. Did anyone uh, comment that they're from Primates who watch on Saturday? Uh, I'm, I, I don't know. I don't specifically remember that. But I, I'm, but you don't remember much. I we learned that today, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I forget things. Um, I'm, I know there are, there are <coughs> people who uh, listen to this show and watch me on Twitch. Oh, that's nice. Um, uh, whether they say so or not. Um, you should jump in on one of my Twitch. You should when I do that. You should jump in on that. Yeah, uh, if it's the kind of thing that's self-explanatory, I'll I'll do that. <laughs> uh, people can find me on a couple of other podcasts. One's called Listen Now. This week's episode coming up will be about a Clash album. Like I said before, we're going through albums from the eighties, and do go on's uh, the longest running podcast I'm doing. It's up into the nearly 260 episodes and it's about a wow. historical event or person or something each week and it's a, it's more researched and detailed than this uh, looseness at Primates. <laughs> and uh, we're coming up to Blocktober, which is the biggest month of the year where we go through the biggest topics, the most requested. And we're starting on September 30th this year. I'm extending Block. It's leaking into <laughs> September. Uh, so check that wow. out if you like learning, laughing, and living. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, listeners, and Evan Munro-Smith. And as we always say here at Primate, <laughs> I didn't pronounce any of those words right. And as we always say here at Primate's podcast. I think my favorite character is Klaus. <laughs>
podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. I think my favourite character is... (laughs) Friendship. Good night, Australia. (laughs) When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.